Welcome to Magic Moonlog. I am your host, Dawn Marie Franzen, and this is a weekly series looking at the astrological forecast. So sit back and relax, and let's see what the moon and stars will bring us. Hello everyone! Welcome back to Magic Moonlog and our look into the upcoming week with the cosmos. I hope you are well rested from the holidays. I have to say, I'm a little disappointed that it's all over, but glad at the same time. I'm glad because we can get back to our normal, everyday lives, but I'm sad because we are getting back into our normal, everyday lives. You can't win, right? No. It's good, though, because now we can focus on other things. Don't you find it hard to focus on your everyday when there's so much hustle and bustle going on? I do. Sometimes. It just gets crazy. Anyway, we can now, for sure, focus on the astrological forecast. Today, as we speak, January 13, the moon is in its first quarter in Aquarius. The moon then is void, of course, from 4.59 a.m. to 10.29 p.m., so it is a long one. And if you were listening to this episode the day it comes out, we are still in the void. Can you feel it? And by the way, Mercury enters Capricorn at 9.49 p.m., so there's kind of a lot going on. So... I want to take this moment to talk a little bit about Mercury and how it affects us and the planets. Mercury is an inner planet, which is closest to the sun. It's the fastest moving planet, so it moves through the signs about every 13 to 14 days. Unless it's in retrograde, when it appears to move backwards, and then during this time, It would take three and a half weeks to make its transit. You might have heard some people say that they feel a little wonky when Mercury is in retrograde. Mercury has to do with communication and information. If your Mercury is in the same house as your Capricorn, chances are you usually follow through with your promises. People tend to trust you. You are most likely a hard worker and very dependable. So, while while Mercury is stationed in Capricorn, this would be a good time to do spell work related to reliability and practicality. Okay, so moving on. On Monday the 15th, the moon is again void, of course, from 11.33 p.m., to 11.49 p.m., and then it enters Aries. The moon moves into the second quarter on Wednesday, the 17th, at 10.53 p.m., and then void, of course, at 3.03 a.m. on Thursday until 3.12 a.m. when it enters into Taurus. So let's talk about our influences of this week and what we can do, how we can cope. The first quarter moon is in its waxing phase from new to full. 
So it's a great time to start a new project. When the moon is in its second quarter, this is a time that corresponds to the development of life and growth. To adjust and to see your new project come into fruition. So since the moon enters second quarter phase on Wednesday night, you could see you could see to these things Thursday morning into the end of the following week when it moves into the third quarter. So on that note, I want to read to you a spell from the almanac. It's called the powerful number 13 spell. And again, this is the spell for today, Saturday. And of course, it being the 13th. So what I've been doing um, on the group page and on and on Facebook is that I've been giving you guys a head up, a heads up so that you can be prepared with the items needed because there is kind of a lot on this one. So that's another reason why you should just join us over there. Just saying. Okay, so let's see. Powerful number 13. So by the way, for January 13, Saturday, the color of the day is brown and the incense of the day is patchouli. Today is the first number 13 of the year. Superstitions abound regarding this number. There's no 13th floor in buildings, and we're told to look out for bad tidings when this day appears on the calendar. Yet the number 13 is also the number of a baker's dozen. You get an extra baked good for free. It's the number of full moons in a year, and the dollar bill is loaded with number 13 symbolism. And as far as numerology goes, 13 is a very powerful number. So if you've ever done, if you've ever listened to my numerology episode, um, if you haven't, I would go back and, and listen to it if you're interested in that kind of thing. But anyway, um, I kind of explain how, how you come up with your numbers. And 13 is actually a power number. So you wouldn't reduce that number. It would stay number 13. So you wouldn't add the three and the one to make four, but you can keep the number 13. Anyway, <clears throat> for this spell, you will need 13 small stones, a small clear quartz crystal, a white candle, and a fireproof candle holder. Arrange the stones in a circle. Place the white candle in the holder, then set it in the center of the circle along with the crystal, the clear quartz crystal. Light the candle and say, candle flame burning bright, on this 13th day I do delight in the joyous expression of div divine mysteries that surround and fold and bless me. Extinguish the candle when done. All right. So let me go ahead with the everyday spells card. And by the way, I just want to let you know that I will be going more in depth with these astral forecasts. Um, I just wanted to kind of start it off a little bit small so that you guys can follow along with me because I'm actually learning it too, to be honest. So we're learning it together. So it's kind of a cool thing. All right. 
So the everyday card spells, this one is called the manifest spell. And you'll need paper, pen, and one candle. Write down your intention or manifest on a piece of paper. Light your candle and place it inside a candle holder. Once ready, repeat the following. Blessed candle, light of the goddess, hear my prayer, hear my need. Grant my wish and give me hope. Do so with all your grace. Next, read the intention aloud. Roll the paper in a scroll and using a few drops of warm wax from the candle, seal your sacred statement. Place the paper on your altar or in a special place. Okay, so as usual, I will take a picture of that and post it. All right, now, I know I've got a lot going on right here. I'm going to read an oracle card from the Moonology deck. I haven't read from this in a long time. And it fits, you know, with the astrological stuff. So why not, right? Um, okay. Let me go ahead and give these a good shuffle. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. Let me grab the book. Page 42. I love this deck of cards, by the way. The the um, illustrations on them are so pretty. So this card that I drew is called It's Time to Take Action. And it's a new moon in Aries. All right. So let me go ahead and read it. The flame is lit. A wonderful new start beckons and you're on the right track. Drawing this card is a superbly positive sign. If there is something you want to happen in your life, take this card as a big yes from the universe. This is the time to really tune in to your dreams. You may still have a long way to go. After all, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. But you're on your way. Determination, self-assertion, and bravery are called for. But the hot fire of Aries is driving you towards success in whatever endeavor you're asking about. The caution? Don't go too fast and forget your manners. Treat people well as you charge towards your goals. You'll create much better karma for yourself. And the attune to the moon says, don't even think about giving up. And the additional meanings for this card is, do your best and be happy with that. Avoid being brash right now. You need a 12-month plan. A new male is coming into your life. And the teaching says, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So the new moon in Aries is the first of the 12 or 13 new moons of the year. If you're committed to working with all the lunations, then the new moon in Aries is the right time to start. And drawing this card, no matter when you do it, signifies it's also the ideal time to start your moon work, such as setting intentions. And that actually goes along with our everyday card spells where you're um, the manifesting spell, the intention spell, right? So that's actually pretty cool. All right, so I have an announcement. 
I created a Facebook page. The reason for doing so is because I recently conducted a poll in the group, the Facebook group, to see if you guys wanted to keep it private or go public. All of the people who voted chose to have it public. A few said they don't care either way. So I worked on trying to get the group public, but Facebook will not let you change a private group to public for the privacy of the members, which makes sense because say you joined a group, any kind of group, and you were just there to see if it was something you were going to like. Maybe it takes a while for you to feel comfortable enough to post, whatever the case may be. So I decided to make a page. That way it's public, but it doesn't show members unless you post something, of course. So it still respects your privacy. So I urge all of you to come and like the page. If you like the page, you will automatically be following it. If you just follow follow it, you, you might not receive all of the notifications. So go ahead and like the page. I did put the link on the private group page. I am going to eventually delete the private group. I'm just giving everyone time to make the switch over to the page. So please do so as soon as you can. I will put the link also on the show notes and I will add it to the website um, and anywhere else you might find my links. So, okay, everyone, that's it for today. Don't forget to join me every Saturday for our astro forecast. Have a very magical week. If you like this episode or show, please consider going over to Apple or Spotify to give me a rating and review. It will really help with the algorithm of the show. Share with your friends and follow me at Witch Magic on Instagram. You can also join us on the Witch Magic Facebook group. If you would like to support the show even more, you could check out my Patreon and Coffee pages and join the tier of your choosing and budget for extra perks as well as helping me maybe get a cup of tea. Thanks everyone.